Bless you, Lady Boyd. Hello. How are you? Come on in, come on in. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good to see everyone. Hi, Tasia. God bless you. Hey, Shanice. God bless you guys. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> hey Tasia. God bless you. Pastor Primus, how are you? <laughs> Tasia. So thank you for joining, guys. Good to see you guys again. Sorry about last week, we had some technical difficulties. Yes, but we're glad to be back on tonight. And we got a great topic on tonight that I hope that you guys are going to help us to fill in the blanks. Amen. Once again, I'm going to put out a disclaimer. We do not. I repeat, we do not know everything. We're not claiming to know everything. But what we do know and what we have experienced with the 20 plus years of our relationship we are willing to share with those that are willing to tune in. Amen? So we're not claiming to know everything. And we're actually here to learn from others. Amen? Because we know we live in a different era now. And there's some things that we can learn too. Because we have children growing up in this world. And we want to be fully aware of what's going on. Like the dating, the courting, and what they consider dating. Because now we have social media. So things is a little bit different mm -hmm. from when we was dating and courting. And let's learn together. We're going to learn together. We're going to um, start some hot topics and discussions that we think is going to um, bless you, open up some opportunities to have a conversation uh, when it relates to relationships. Yes. And we think that we can learn a lot from each other. Yes. Hey, Sister Gail, I see you. You on? Hey, Gail. You made it tonight, huh? <laughs> oh, Mark. I'm looking for you, Mark, to get back in church with me. All right, so tonight's topic is, as we posted earlier, it says, I know he or she loves me, but. So we left a blank so we can have a discussion on what, there are several scenarios that can go and fill in that blank. Mm -hmm. So um, if you would like to join us and, and fill in some of that blank for us, just go on, go on ahead and type it on in for us as we go on and discuss. In the comment. So I know, I know, I know he or she loves me, but, but what is the but? What is the but? What can be and a but? Has it ever been questionable? He or she loves me, but. Have you ever dealt with a but? I know he or she loves me, but. 
Can we go through some scenarios together? Let's have a conversation tonight. Hey, Mark. Mark, How are I see you, you, Mark. So I know he or she loves me, but... Anybody want to start? Before we start... Because <laughs> I got a few. We got a few here that we want to we discuss, but... Anybody want to start? What's the but? He loves me, she loves me, but... But. All right, nobody's going to start? Okay. So we're going to do four. But or do I love him? Oh, do I love them? <laughs> That's, That's a good question. That's a good one. So I know he or she loves me, but do I love them? Sister Gail said, I don't like him. Wow. Oh, I love them, but I don't like them. Wow. That's good. That's really good. That's a and good Shanice says, I don't love him. So how will you handle a scenario like that, Shanice? You know he loves you, but you don't love him. How would you deal with a scenario like that? You too, Sister Gail. How will you deal with a scenario like that? You know he loves you, but you just can't bring yourself to even like him. Is it because physical attraction or is it mentally you just don't connect? Personality. What would be it? Before we go into our four our main blanks. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Okay. I know he loves me, but he is willing to wait until... Is he willing to wait until I get where I want to be in my career before I will commit to getting married? Hmm. Moving out of state and becoming a bonus mom. Wow. Wow, that is deep. That is, is he willing? deep. Can he prove they love in that situation? Now, that is a situation where he will definitely have to prove his love. Is he willing to wait until, wow, till you make your career in order? Mm hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's Thank you, Copeland. One. That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Shanice says, don't waste both of our time. If your heart isn't in it, then it won't work. Right. That is true. Right. That's, like that's one of the things, I want to cut you up, but that's one of the things we got to really be careful of because if you know you're in a relationship where it's one-sided, mm -hmm. then you don't want to waste your time leading somebody on that you know that you don't have the same feelings for. Right. Because then you then somebody's definitely going to get hurt. The other person's going to get hurt. So it's better that if you know this is true, you just get out while you, while you can. Don't don't leave people on. Right. And I always say this. Don't let the relationship go two, three, four years and you just hanging on to something that you know you're not going to commit to. That's harder for you to come out of once you invested so much time or that person mm -hmm. gets cut deep because it's right. so much time invested. invested. And mm -hmm. then now you're telling me you're not you're no longer interested. I just wasted three or four years dedicating my life to you. I've right. put my career on hold. I've right. put my kids on the back burner so that I can be and support you. So mm -hmm. that's that's something that you definitely need to um, take into consideration. Don't play with people's feelings in their time. It's not fair. Right. It's not fair at all. I see Sister Gail said it depends, but since there's a but, you should walk away. It shouldn't be any buts at all if you really love somebody. And that's, that's what we want to talk about. I'm glad she brought that up. Because um, we want to talk about four things that could be the but, and is it is it those four things um, reasons to completely break up, right? Or is it something that you can work on? 
Right. Right. So number one, the one thing we want to start with is. Oh, wait, um, Geneva, sorry, see... Geneva said no. She was saying that no, that was her. She oh, was saying oh, if she okay. has to decide if I will allow, allow him. him wait, or... wait for me. That's oh. good too. That's right, good. Right. That's, that's good. good. That's really good. All right, honey. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. the first one we t we want to talk about is I know he loves me or she loves me, but they never say it. They never I know say he it. Said, I know she loves me. I know he loves me, but they never say it. And what do you think about that? Do you believe that that's enough for you to say, you know what? I can't continue this relationship because even though I know that they love me, they just won't say it. What do you think? Somebody give me your feedback on that one. They just never say it. Is that enough for you? Is that, is that enough where it's like no need to contain a relationship? Or could there be a reason why? It could be some issues in their childhood. It could be some issues with the personality. Is it very important for you to hear them say it? Right. Say the words, I love you. While we waiting for someone to type it, I can just say this. I know growing up in a home... Um, we didn't really hear the word, I love you too much. So in our minds, love meant that I'm feeding you, I'm taking care of you, I'm putting a roof over your head. All that was was stapled in my mind that, to let us know that that's what love is. We didn't hear it too much, but we knew our parents loved us because of the things that they, they did for us. Mm -hmm. They kept us... They kept us clean. They kept us with clean clothes, with good clothes. You know, we ate every night. So that showed us that we love us. But was it enough? Is it enough? Is showing enough or do you need to hear it? Is that... It depends on the person. I see, um, I see girls say, no, why can't they say it? That's a good question. And also, I see um, Gwen, Gwen, I'm sorry, Copeland. Uh, people express love differently. If you require the other person to say it, then it's not going to work, right? So, Because everybody expresses love differently, right? And like like my wife said, um, sometimes people have a hard time verbalizing it, but in some cases, it's, it's more important to actually you know, show it right. as opposed to saying it. Now, there's another part of that. And we talked about that um, earlier today about each, each person having what we call love language. Right. So my love language may be different than her love language. She may need to hear that. And me, me, I might not need to hear it. I, I might be good enough with you. You just showing it. That's fine for me. Mm -hmm. But for the other person, they may need to hear it. So if you're in a relationship that you love the person, you want to do things that's gonna, you know, make them happy. So if they have, if they really need to hear "I love you," then you try to press towards saying it as hard as it is. Right. But I think the most important thing is for you to show it because some people, people can be saying they love you. They be saying and that they word just don't mean it. They just saying it, but they don't really mean it by by what they do. Yeah. Right. Show it. Show you and help take care of. You when you're sick. That's right. right. I can write it, show you, Showing it and is, take care is of important. it. Showing it is very important. I need to see it. I need right. to see it right. more than I hear it. Right. Because you can tell me till you blue in the face, mm -hmm. but your actions right. is telling me the opposite of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That's not going to do me any right. good. I'm sorry. Right. I need to see it. Yeah, Trina said, some people say it, but then they don't show it. Right. And action speaks louder than words. So it's really what you do. It's really what you do. Yeah. And if somebody really needs to hear it, then and you're in a relationship with that person, you want to try to do that. But it's most important that you show it right. because you really mean it. Right. Um, Sister Gail said, I grew up with I love you showed and verbalized. That's so awesome. That's a, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And see, I, I found, love you too, Trina. <laughs> I, I found out it. later on that the reason why my mother couldn't say it because it was never said to her. 
So when a person haven't received it, they don't know how to provide it for you because they haven't received it themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for them to give it to right. you. Something they don't even know. So right. they, they, they don't know. So Asisha Shanice said, to me, I need someone mature and self-aware. If you can't say the simple expression that you got a lot of issues to work through that I'm not willing to deal with. So some people really need to hear it. Right. You know, and that's fine. Some people really need to hear it. And if the other person really loves you, that person will try to, to, to say it because they know that that's something that you need. That's unique. So you, you try to do that. But that doesn't mean they don't love you if they don't say it. They just may, you know, have issues with just verbalizing. It should not be, Stephanie Jones said, it should not be a but. No relationship sometimes. Sometimes we need to think because it is a but. When Jesus went on the cross, is it a but? When he died for us, right? It shouldn't be any buts. It shouldn't really, be. If but you really love somebody, it shouldn't be any buts. Right. But. But unfortunately, yeah. there right. is. Right. <laughs> That's the reality of it because, right. you know, we're two separate human beings. Right. So when one may, one may feel one way and the other may feel another way. Right. And so there can be a right. lot of buts right. in place. But that's why communication is key. Right. So that communication eliminates the buts. Right. When right. there's no communication, you come and you fill in your own blanks. And that's right. not good. Yeah, Because some things, some buts are definitely a, a no... You know, it's it's no it's no compromising with some buts. But there are other others where I think it's not intentional and, and you're in a relationship, you know, both people have to compromise. Right. So you you try to work through those things so that you can um, build a healthy relationship. I see Gail said if if our love language don't match, it's, it's not, not going, going to work. <laughs> it has to match in some kind of way. It has I, to. You have to balance each other out in some kind of way. So I guess one person, you know, maybe strong in one area. And then the other person is strong in another area, and then you balance each other out right. in some kind of way. Right. So you got to have something, you know, but you have to have some some stuff in common. You got, you, it's not going to work. Right. Definitely. Shanice says, what buts are not compromising and which ones are? Well, we're going to talk about that, actually. <laughs> now, the first one we talked about is I, I know he or she loves me, but she, they never say it. Right. So that, I believe, can be worked on. Right. I think that's something that you can work on. You can work on, you know, verbalizing how you feel more. That might be a situation where it's not because they don't love you, they're not saying it, mm -hmm. but it's just something they're not used to. Like you said, yeah. they may have grown up never hearing it. Right. So they picked up that, you know, that, that kind of routine. But now there are other ones that we're going to talk about where you just, you know, it, it's either you do or you don't. Right. <laughs> and that's it's you, you love the person or you're not. Right. All right, so the next one we had on our list was... I know he or she loves me, but I don't think he loves my kids. I got to hear your feedback on that. I need your feedback on I, I, he or she, I know he or she loves me. I feel like he or she loves me, but she or he don't love, love my, my kids. kids. They spend no time with my kids. My kids come around. They, they love me, but look they don't love them. my kids. Right. They never want to spend time right. with my kids. Um... How do you do? They want me, but they don't want my kids. How do you handle that? Somebody, somebody talk back to me. <laughs> Shanice said, "Oh, run." Shanice run. says, "Run, run for your life. <laughs> Gotta get out of there." <laughs> Anybody else? He he loves me, or she loves me, but they she or he does not yeah. love my kids. Can they love you and not love your kids? Can you still deal with that? Can you still can, can you work with that? Be in a relationship and they don't want anything to do with your kids. It's a package deal. She says a package deal. Shanice says a package deal. Been there and I ran. <laughs> it's a package deal. Anybody else? 
Anybody? Deal breaker, girl. Yep. Girl deal said breaker. deal breaker. Deal breaker. Anybody else? Anybody else? He or she loves me, but they they just don't love my kids. Can you? Anybody else? Mm. Can that work? Hi, Andrea. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? Hey guys, hey guys that's absolutely, absolutely not going to work. Right. A person who has kids, the specific package. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. absolutely right. Sharon Kills. How you doing, Sharon Kills? Um, that's not love at all. No, it's not. You love the person, but you don't love the person's kids, right? Nope. That's sure. that ain't real love. That's, that's right. that fake love. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> Anybody else? Shanice said, God wouldn't do that to you. No, God don't do a whole lot of stuff to us. We do right. it to ourselves. Right. We accept a lot of things, and God ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. We don't even consider God in a lot of our decisions, decisions so right. God don't have anything to do with it. Right, right. But I see um, Sister Trina said, how can you love me and not... What is a part of me? There you go. So your kids is a part of you, That's right? An right. extension of you. That's so you right. can't love me and not love my kids. Absolutely right? not. Crystal Bright, if you can't accept me and not my if you can accept me and not my kids, it's not going to work. My kids come first. That's, That's right. Plain That's how simple. it has to be. Plain it has to be simple. that way. Um Gwena. Uh -huh. I'm sorry, Gwena. Gwena, I'm sorry I'm pronouncing your name wrong. wrong. Please forgive me. I'm gonna call you Miss Copeland. Kids are only there for a season. As long as they treat with respect and let me handle them, depends on the age of the children. Grown, bad, and disrespectful are a different, different factors. Fact. <laughs> That's a good point. So what about the age? That's a good point. What about That's, the age? Well, age-wise, you know, your kids is grown. Right. I mean, you, I mean right. now you live in your life pretty much for Without, you. Right, you right. They're not in your household anymore, right. so right. you're not basing your decisions on them. I would right. hope not because they're not basing their decisions right. on you because they grown now. They didn't even think about mama and daddy. Right. And, and Sister Copeland said, some parents love their children but don't like them. <laughs> That's true. That is true. They love but don't like them, right. Don't right. like the things that they do. Right. That's true. Right. So true. Hey. Hey, how you doing? We're good. We're good. Good, 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 good. So that's good. So I would say ultimately, in, in case, especially when you have kids... You know, underage kids that you're taking care of, and you are raising them. That's a part of you. Right. That's a part of you. So, like I said, I think Shanice said earlier, it's a package deal. Right. So you can't love the person and not love their kids because there's always going to be a clash, always going to be a conflict there, and it's something you can't fake. Right. You can't act like you love them just to get with the person. You have to really, you know, develop a love for them. Or I, me personally, I don't think it's going to work. Now, if you have grown kids. You know, that are basically on their own. That's a different story in some cases. But for the most part, when you when you love that person, you love, you know, that thing that's connected to them, that's a part of them. Right. So you have to, you can't, you can't just dismiss the kids and love the person. Right. It's a package deal. Ladies, right. don't forget that. Package right. deal. Right. Andrea says, I feel like you, your love takes time, so you don't have to love someone's kids right away. But I believe effort needs to be consistent and genuine and the love and relationship will come. Absolutely. Right. We're true. not asking you to like them out the, right. from true. the jump. It takes time. It takes it time. time. You got to develop a relationship, people. Right. With anybody, you have to develop a relationship right. before you can really um, have love for that person. You and depending on the age of the kids, the kids is not going to like the other person anyway because they're going to say, you're not my dad right. or you're not my, my mama. I don't have to listen to you. Sure. So that relationship has to be built as well, not just with the mother, but also with the kids. So it does take time. Now, how long it takes, it shouldn't take you two, you know, two, three, four, five years, right. but it does take time. All right. And that's why it's so important that you kind of like, 
you know, build a relationship with a person before you really introduce them to your kids. Right. Because you don't know how the relationship is going to go. And in early stages, you want to make sure that you're not bringing a lot of different people, you know, around your kids. So you want to make sure you kind of like, you know, get a, a more of a, um, a strong relationship with the person and kind of know where the relationship is going mm -hmm. before you introduce them to your kids. Uh, my personal feeling is. Absolutely. Um, Betty says, then you don't love me. You have to love my children. That's nice. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely that's right. right. You have to love the children. You have to love the children. Yeah, definitely. Shanice says, I got a butt. He, she loves me, but they're already married. <laughs> they're already married? Come on. No, that's a no-brainer. Who, who going to come in and answer that one? Already married? Where are you going with the... What right. you going to do with that? Somebody that's already married. Already married? No. No. Already married shouldn't even be looking at nothing. Right. Exactly. We all know that already. As long as you're still married, you, uh, no, you're not on the market. There's nothing for you to be looking at. Right. And if exactly. you are not happy in your marriage, then you need to do something about that. If you're not taking the efforts to get some um, counseling or working on it and you're not willing to do it, then right. don't go out there and be cheating like crazy. Mm -hmm. Just go on. Mm -hmm. And, and let that person go and live your life and, and, and you go do what you need to do. But don't drag the person down the drain with you. Please, right. don't do that. That's right. If you're not happy, get out. It's that's not right. fair and it's not right. That's right. Um, Quickly, everyone that's on, could you please like and share? I want to also get this out as much to many people as possible. Uh, hi, hey, Apostle Burson. How you doing? God Man bless of God. you. Good to see you. Amen. So, so, so we said, um, I know he loves me, but... He doesn't love my kids. Right. So we came to the conclusion that the children are a package deal. Package deal. When you meet a person, they have kids, that's a part of them, and you have to work towards building a relationship with those kids. You right. can't you say, I just want the person, I don't want the kids. That's, that's just not, that's a part it's not, of it. It's not possible. They all come together in one. Right. right? So we, we are one. Out. Right. Find that one. Bless you. Bless you, Apostle. Bless you, man of God. Right. Yeah, so so the first one was I don't think I, I, I know he loves me, but um he doesn't say it. Or right. she doesn't say it. Right. Number two was I know he he or she loves me, but she does love my kids. My kids, right. right. So we're going to go to number three. The third Wait. one is, I know he loves me uh -huh. or she loves me, but I don't feel like I am priority. I am priority. Am I number one? Something else is more important than I am. Can you deal with that? Can you deal with that? I feel like he loves me. I I, I, just, I really know. I feel like in my heart that he loves me or she loves me, but I don't know if I'm the, I'm the first priority. Mm. Oh, Shaman says, I don't care how old my kids. If you love me, you're going to love, love my, my kids. kids. I understand that. I don't have five kids. I have five kids and two grown young adults. And my husband don't have a great relationship with my oldest kids, but he loved them and respect them. When they need him, he's there. I had a situation and my son got stabbed. My husband was right there. Wow. Well, that's, that's a blessing. That's good. That's good. Yes, that's really good. That's a blessing. That's how it should be. Right. That's always going to be tension in the family. Right. You know, like I said, whether no matter what the age is. So you want to you know, develop a love and respect because that's part of you. Right. It's part of you. Absolutely. Speak on it. Right, speak on it, and if situation doesn't change, step off. Right, mm -hmm. speak on it. Yeah, if things still keep going the same way, you have to you have to separate ways. Exactly, right. exactly. 
You can see it. Yes. Okay. I see, uh, Andrea. I don't need to be the only priority, but I must certainly need to be on that list. That's right. <laughs> you gotta be somewhere you between somewhere the one and five. Up, up at the top. Right? <laughs> so besides God, you should be like next right after God, right? Right. <laughs> so you feel you feel like you're not putting me last on the list. That everything else is more important than I am. Right. right? So that's good. That's exactly right. I mean, there'll be other things in your life outside of your relationship, right. and you have responsibilities. You have. Know, even things that you're assigned to do um, by God or things that you know is part of your life, you know, calling. But, you know, your relationship is important as well. Right. So you don't want the person to feel like they're not important at all. Absolutely you not. Know, make sure that you that you do that. Shanice says, what about family? Um, what about family? Can you explain it a little more? I'm not sure what you mean. What about family? Betty says, God should be first, then your children, be. then the relationship. Right. Absolutely. Right. God right. is always first. Right. And you know, it's so funny. People say, God, we always have to put God first. Um, but some of the things that we do, even the things that we do for God, we got to make sure we very, we, we, we make sure we don't completely abandon our families mm -hmm. to do whatever it is that, you know, God assigned for us because that is going to affect you. Right. You know, even in doing your assignment, when you're not... Your family is not working together, not healthy. It affects how you, you know, work and what you do. So, you know, God gave you the family so that you can, you know, commune and be a, a part of your family. But he also has an assignment for you to do. So you got to find balance. You can't just say, put my family to the side and I'm going to do this. That, your that family is your first ministry. That's your first ministry, right. You can't tell right. me nothing if your household... Right. Is in a complete uproar right. and a complete mess. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what you get. That's your first ministry. Right. Really is. Right. Shanice said they don't if they don't want to be around your family. Oh, that's a good one. Well, that depends on what's going on with the family environment. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know for me, I'm not going to constantly keep coming around your family, right. and I'm the subject. I'm the topic every time we get around, and I'm getting dogged and right. pounded on. Right. Right. I'm not going to want to be around your family either. Right, right. So that's that's really, really touch situation. Because we're in a relationship. Um, your your family is a part of, of you in a way also. But you got to kind of weigh that out. Because sometimes that could be affecting your relationship too. Right. So you got to really be careful about that. Because the Bible says that you leave your mother and your father and you cleave to your wife. So you got to make sure you be careful with that. Right. Um, oh, hey, Rodney. How you doing? Hey, Rodney. So I see Trina said, in mature marriages, life happens and couples get busy. But like anything, you have to take time for each other, right? A happy wife is a happy life. And that's true. I 100% agree with that. I agree. You have to take time for each other. You'll be completely burnt out. Um, doing everything else and leaving your family on the side. And, you know, at the end of the day, I don't believe God's pleased with that. Mm -mm. I really don't. I feel like, God, you had to first be able to get your house in order first before you can go out abroad and do other things. So if you start seeing problems in your family, you have to start working on those things. Yep. And then you could be able to minister and do things outside. Absolutely. Sometimes family gotta go. That's true. Yeah, yeah sometimes family gotta go. Sometimes, it's sometimes true. they they the cause the main reason why some relationships don't work because it's, it's too much prying, right. too many opinions. Right. And so you gotta be very careful with that. Right. But then again on the flip side of that, family may be, may know or see something that you're not seeing because right. you're just so engulfed in love right. 
that your eyes are not open nor your ears are open because all you you just so googly eyed. Right. So family may be seeing something and trying to um warn you warn you about something. So that can go so many different ways. Right. So right. I just right. know that in in a marriage you definitely should keep people out of your marriage. Right. Like right. you I people think we have like the perfect relationship. <laughs> Because you will not see me going and flipping out on my husband out in public. You will not see me going out, um, spilling the beans about what happened, what we argued about last Mm -hmm. night to everybody I run into. No, Mm -hmm. because guess what happens Mm -hmm. when y'all worked it out? People still remember that. People are still sitting there in that (laughs) argument and keep bringing it up, and they're living in that moment, and they can't get past that. So you got to be use wisdom when it comes down to stuff like that. No, everybody don't need to be in your business. It's true. It's so true. Very true. Ronnie said, happy spouse. Happy spouse. Happy Happy house. house, That's right. Everybody be happy. Right. That's it. Right. I mean, because you you have to have some kind of privacy in your relationship as well. When you start inviting people in to your relationship and you start um, getting people's opinion about things and getting people's input then you start causing a lot of problems in a relationship because, you know, they come from a whole different perspective. And like she said earlier, if you, you have an argument and you, and you invite all these people into your argument mm-hmm. and now you and her have already discussed it, got through it, moved past it, and those other people didn't get past it. They still sitting They still that bringing moment. it up. They want you to stay in that moment. They want you to just not, you know, and so now that's, that's causing an extra strain mm-hmm. in your relationship. And now you don't feel you don't even feel safe because now anytime you have an issue you don't know um, if he or she's going to tell this person right. or that person. So then guess what happens? You start you start you stop communicating. Mm, and that's the worst. You say I'm not going to talk to him no more. I will be keep a lot of secrets. You start keeping a lot of secrets, and you're done. Once you start having secrets, one secret leads to another secret, then another secret leads to a lie, and then a lie to another lie, and now you have a, a much worse problem. Amen. So that's definitely an issue. Right. Gail says, once you're married, your partner it's is your, your family. family. Yeah. Correct. It's right. true. It's true. And, um... Uh, Nistia? I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your name. Um, I feel like me and the husband is bringing my marriage together, but I can't stand the fact that he's telling me he wants me and his family I feel isn't making time. I message me and spending time as a family. I feel like I'm the one trying when I wasn't the one to bring damage into the marriage. Well, that sounds like a lie. And remember, you can always email us as well to the marriage mandate at gmail.com. And we can talk to you one-on-one, you know, if you like, um, just to give you some advice um, that we've learned over the last 20 years. But we definitely are, are praying for you. I feel like I respect him and try to understand him. And I feel he's just still not doing what I need him. Like, I'm not asking for much. I just don't get it right. I get what you're saying. We definitely can. We could definitely talk. Definitely email us. Yes, definitely email us at the marriage mandate at gmail.com. And if yeah. you can't email us, you can even inbox in, inbox me or inbox my husband. And we can talk further offline. Yeah, right. Because sometimes some relationships just need an outside ear. Yeah. A trusting outside right. ear to bring and shed a little light to some situations. Because sometimes the spouse right. just don't hear you. Sometimes all they hear all they hear is this. This is what they hear when right. we're talking sometimes. Right. That's what they see and hear. Right. So and sometimes you need that 
that outside person to come and help yeah. shed a little light. Like a mediator, somebody in between right. that you get kind of get both sides because sometimes when you're in an argument, you're just waiting for the person to finish so that you can say your part. Right. <laughs> so you're like, I don't care what you're saying. I just want to get my part out. So you want to make sure that there's some kind of a mediator in the middle exactly. that can hit both sides and then you guys can talk. Um, I see Betty said to, to, to God be the glory, please don't rush in any relationship. It has to grow. Mm -hmm. Get to know one another. Right. Don't fall for the lie. God said you are going to be my wife or husband. <laughs> is that what God is telling you? Right. Exactly. You got to take your time. Pray. Exactly. You know, see God's face. Get to know people. Yeah. Like, really get to know people. You have mm -hmm. to. If you're not doing that, you can put yourself in a big problem. Yes. Jumping in too fast. You know what I mean? I tell people all the time that sometimes when you add sex to the equation... Everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. One thing, you're dating is one thing. But when you start having sex, now everything changes and you start becoming blinded to things. Mm -hmm. You start not seeing certain things, start overlooking things, and then you grow up to a much, much worse problem. So right. I always tell people, the Bible is not just full of rules to, to keep you doing this or that, but it's actually there to help you and to benefit you. So yes. we live by according to the word. And the word says that, you know... Um, Sex before marriage is fornication. Mm -hmm. If we do it the, the right way, we're going to get much better results. We eliminate yeah. so much heartache. So heartache and pain. And so much we pain if we, we just do things right. the godly way. It works, man. It really does. It really does work. Honesty pronounced as... That's how the name is pronounced, as honesty. Oh, honesty. Okay. That's nice. Okay. Very That's nice. nice. That's nice. I always go to God first, but I just need some support. Yes, thank Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here That's for. That's what we're here for. Um, yeah, so so what was the third one we did, right? So the third, third one, one was, was am I that priority? Right. So uh, I think Andrea said, you know, as long as I'm on the list, right. <laughs> so you gotta so, have you know, me put somewhere me at the between bottom one of the, and on the list, then, then that's that's just crazy. But you definitely want your relationship to be one of the, the primary things, you know, that you that you take pay attention to, right? And that you're not just putting a, your relationship on the back burner. You know, it's very important. God put you together for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Bible says who God put together, let no, no man, man put asunder. But the problem is sometimes God didn't put some people together. Sometimes we put ourselves together and then it doesn't work out and we blame God. But when the Bible says when God puts you together, that no man can put you asunder. So you got to make sure you're very careful about that. That's why it's good to have mentorship. Right. It's really good to have, you know, leaders in your life that can kind of give you some insight. Um, other people that have been in relationships for a long time that kind of give you some advice mm -hmm. before you make those steps. Yeah. It's really, it really important to do that. Okay, Betty. Yes, please do. Absolutely. Please do. Absolutely. Yes. So, that was good. So, the last one is very, very important because I see this happening a lot. Um, sometimes it's hidden. And we wanted to bring light to this because it's very dangerous. It's a very scary thing. Um, um, the last one is... Uh, I, I, I know that he loves me or she loves me, but she or he abuses me, mm. whether it's verbal or physical. So you're saying, I, I, I just feel like this person loves me, but I'm being abused. Right. Now, are you really, does this person really love you? Right. If you're being abused. And is it safe to stay in an abusive relationship? Right. That's the question. Because... A lot of times people are, are secretly being abused and nobody's knowing mm -hmm. that they're going through the suffering. Right. So that's something that we really want to bring light to because if you really, uh, if you're in an abusive relationship, if you're on the line now, you're watching us and you're in an abusive relationship, you know, we're, 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 we're really telling you that you need to get out of that relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not safe. Seek help. You really should seek help. You have to seek help. 
You yes. deserve better. Absolutely. No one should be putting their hands on you. No. I don't care what you said. I don't care what you did. You don't deserve to be abused. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. That's right. It's not all right. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you this. Love does not hurt. Love does not give you black eyes. Mm -hmm. Love does not make you bleed. Love does not have you crying every night. Love does not have you wondering where is your significant other mm -hmm. all the time. That's not love. That's not love. And verbal abuse as well, like just constantly breaking you down, you know, emotionally, uh, breaking you down and mentally uh, making you feel like you're nothing. Right. And that eventually that will take a toll on you. Right. And those emotional scars, man, is hard to heal. So if you're in an abusive relationship, you have to take that very seriously and really get out, seek help. Yes. You deserve the best. Mm -hmm. I don't care what your upbringing was. I don't care how... You feel about yourself, but I'm here to tell you tonight that you deserve the best. You should be treated as a queen. You should be treated as a king. And let's get this straight. Women are not the only ones who are being violated and being beat up on. There are some women that are violent as well. That's right. True. And we and sometimes we play a blind eye to it because there's a woman doing it to a man. But when a man does it to a woman, everybody wants to jump down their throat. No. It's across the line. Abuse is it's abuse. abuse. That's right. And it's not okay. Verbally, physically, mentally, whatever it is, mm -hmm. it's not okay. It's not okay. So if you're on here tonight and that's the situation that you're dealing with, we ask that you do seek help. And if you want help and you're afraid to say something, you can inbox me. I'm, I'm always, if I'm not awake or whatever, you could always inbox me. I make myself available. You can inbox my husband, whatever. We're here for you. You don't have to stay in it. You don't have to deal with it. Right, you don't. You've done it for long enough. Mm -hmm. Today you, can be your day that you say enough is enough. And you may be praying for God to get you out of this, but God is telling you that you have to make a step and, and remove yourself from the situation. Seek help. Yeah. Um, we have some information here also, a hotline that you can call, but you have to seek help. You cannot stay in an abusive relationship. Right. Um, Gail says, been there, done that, almost went to jail for attempted homicide. Wow. And that's another reason why we say that you need to get out because the, 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 the tables can easily flip. You can be defending yourself and something like that can definitely happen and you wind up in jail. So definitely seek help. Mm -hmm. Shanice says, many people are afraid to leave abusive situations because they've invested so much into the relationship and don't want to lose out. Um, uh, if you continue to stay, eventually you're going to lose out because how long you think you're going to survive? Mm -hmm. how, how much can your body take? Mm -hmm. How much... Will it happen? I mean, how how long will he go before he actually goes too far or she goes too far and your right. life is, is gone? Mm -hmm. So right. invest in what? What are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. right. I know it's not an easy decision. Mm -hmm. I know it's not. And I'm not trying to make it easy. I'm, I'm not saying it. I've never been in an abusive relationship myself. But that's why I'm, I'm extending my hand to those who may be and are afraid that I'm here for you. I'm here just to let you know that I'm here for you to help you seek help. 
Carl Thomas says, what do you say about a woman who stays in a marriage where she's miserable, but she stays there for her kids? Um, I think, I mean, I hear, we hear this story a lot. And I actually was talking to somebody about this today. And they think they're helping the situation, but ultimately it still affects the family, whether you do it when the kids are young or whether you do it when the kids are grown. Mm -hmm. So I feel that it's not fair to anybody, neither the wife, the husband, nor the kids, for people to stay together just for the kids. Just for the kids yeah. It's not it's not fair. It's not yeah. right. Mm -hmm. You can still have um a decent relationship with um without you being married or without you being in a household. You can still be in your kids' house in your kids' life and be there for them without y'all being together. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you it's necessary for you to stay together for right. the kids. Right. I think I see a lot of people do that mm -hmm. and they they're just as miserable as can be. Mm -hmm. They are not happy at all. Right. And yeah. I would hate to see that. And like Gail said, and the kids are miserable too. Yeah, the kids are miserable. The kids is in a, is in a family where the the parents are, they just don't love each other. They, you know, they're not getting along and it's not working out. And it just, that affects the kids too. Right. So as they're growing up, you know, that's not doing them any, that's doing them an injustice. Right. Because the kids are being affected at the same time. So you got to really be prayerful about, you know, those type of things and ask God to really lead and guide you that you're not in it just for that. Right. Because it, you could be doing damage to the, just the whole family altogether. And then the kids grow up so fast, before you know it, they're grown and you can't fix the things that you could have done, right. you know, before. You know what I mean? You, then you have a lot of regrets. And then even with that, you know what I mean? If you're miserable, then that means most likely you're stepping outside of the marriage and you think the kids don't see that? You think that don't hurt them? That will hurt them seeing you stepping outside of the marriage. And bringing a lot and, of more drama into right. the house and so. people. And then it's just, it could, it could turn really, really bad. Right. Really fast. Yep. So I suggest that you don't stay in that. Not not just for the kids. Mm -mm. Not just for the kids. No. So. So we that was the last one. Um, we had. If, if if you guys have any other questions, just um, let us know. Uh, those are the four thing. Those are those were the four buts. Uh, I I I feel like he loves me. I I believe he loves me, but. I believe she loves me, but, but and those are the four buts that we wanted to talk about tonight. I hope that um, something that we said could, you know, spark something, right. you know, in you um, to make you, you know, make better choices, make better decisions, or even moving forward, you might need to give somebody else some advice in their relationship as well. But um, we we just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. Um, next week we want to have another hot topic that we want to discuss, and we want you to be, you know, online with us. Amen. Please share. Um, these posts it's going to get better and better we just starting out so. yeah we just starting so, so just, be patient yeah, with us yeah just keep tuning in and we're going to definitely um, give you a lot of good information there's a lot of good information I want to get you, give you um, also we we have a prayer um, hotline that we have that we meet every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time um, and we get on the phone lines and we pray and that that made we believe that's going to benefit anyone. Amen. That, you know, prayer definitely uh, works. So if you want to call into the prayer line, we're going to post a flyer um, on our pages, and you're welcome to call in. 
Um, you can go to our website also and send your prayer requests. We get prayer requests by way of email. Right. If you go to the website, um, www.ilovesaintmarks.com, right. and you can send your prayer requests. And we, we labor in prayer on the phone. And we take those prayer requests. We have a list of them. And we pray. And we really seek God for answers you know, on the prayer line. So you could definitely come on and pray. You might have a family member or friend or, or yourself that you really need prayer. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that we leave that open for you. Um, it's 641-715-3581. And the access code is 433-886. But we're going to post it up so you can definitely call in for prayer. And, um, and lastly... Hi, Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl Rogers, how you doing? Good to see you. Amen. And lastly, um, uh, do you have any other things before we close out? Because I want to close out in prayer also. Well, the last thing we did talk about is domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And I just want to, once again, put it out there. If you are in a relationship and you just want to seek help, you want advice, or you just want someone to talk to, feel free to inbox me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with you inboxing me. I would love to help you and talk to you or whatever. If I can find information for you, just feel free to inbox me. And, um, if you need a hotline, here's a hotline number is 800-799-7233. And you can go on their website as well. And it's, it's the, um, the hotline.org. That's for domestic Violence. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Trina said, "That's the first lady was amazing." May God. Oh, thank you so much, thank sis. You, thank you so much. Keep thank us in your prayers and please keep tuning in and share. Please, could you share this um video as well so maybe somebody could hear this and, and be blessed? Amen. We're gonna pray and close out. So would you pray with us? Amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you for this broadcast. We pray, God, that yes. each and every one that has come on the line. Each and every one that watches this, Lord God, that you'll speak to their minds, Lord God. We pray that you use this platform to educate, empower, and encourage in the name of Jesus, God. We pray that you'll build healthy relationships now. And we come against the plan of the enemy. We speak, we speak, and we cancel the, the plan of the devil, amen, to try to come and destroy families and destroy relationships, Lord. We know that you're able, God, and we stand on your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. 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 Good to see you guys. Have we'll a see blessed you next night. week, Tuesday at 8 p.m. God bless you. Bye bye.